Hey there. Welcome to the in-between. If you could see like a video of us while that's going on, it, it looks like a cat video, you know, with the cat like typing on the <laughs> keyboard. Like, dot, 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 dot. Are you saying my, what, my piano playing, air, my air piano isn't realistic I'm looking? saying it's not really authentic. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Man. Well, it looked realistic to me. <laughs> to somebody I've, who doesn't... <laughs> It, that looked pretty pretty authentic. That's oh right. Gosh. Anyway, super excited <laughs> to be back with y'all after Easter. Yay! Week after, oh, that was like hey, a, that was cool. We, and everything. Exactly. Hey, <laughs> I'll go base next time. Um, yeah, week after Easter feels like you know the weight has been lifted. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I, the tomb has been opened. The tomb has been opened. That's the way you're we, supposed to say it. We're we're not uh, we're not afraid anymore that he's stuck in the tomb. I'm no. not afraid anymore. <laughs> Thank you, Home Alone. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey, movie reference from Colson. There you go. I've seen movies. He has <laughs> seen some movies. I just haven't seen a lot of the ones that we reference. Matrix. Well, you know, Matrix. It's kind of like Home Alone. That's what I hear. They're just kind of the same movie, so you've not missed anything. I don't think. Never mind. Um, it you know, there's a lot of innovation in the movie making that happened in both of those. I guess that's true. But we're not afraid anymore. Easter's happened. He is risen. Yeah, we weren't afraid risen before. Indeed. Oh, that's right. We. It, <laughs> that's right. I gotta tell you, like I I struggled with it more this year than I did last year. Although I'm having a hard time even remembering last year. Um, with the, the Saturday service, like feeling like I had to explain myself more <laughs> like I was intentionally not in front. Cause I felt like if I was, well, that was not the only reason, but I did have that feeling like if I have a microphone and can talk to everybody right now, the Saturday service is all going to be me trying to explain the fact that we're doing a Saturday service. <laughs> I didn't like, did know here, that. You don't, you don't need me to explain that to you. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's fine. Apparently, like, well, apparently you knew. Yeah. Well, we want to sleep in tomorrow. No. Um, <laughs> I my favorite. I was listening back to the podcast, Chris, and I laughed when you were just like, "Jesus is still in the grave all day today." <laughs> <laughs> all day. Yeah. <laughs> but what Paul no. said is also true. Yeah. We talked about that. I think I guess it was last year. Which actually, when he said that, I thought I remember that from last year. The first thing I remember from. Last year's Saturday night service, which I have no memory of otherwise, was Paul explaining, okay, so we're celebrating that Jesus has risen from the grave, even though it's Saturday, and tomorrow's the day we celebrate that, but it is Saturday of 2021, yeah. yes. which means he rose from the grave like 2,000 years-ish ago, yeah. right? so it's still in the past, even though today is Saturday. <laughs> yeah. And I remember Paul working hard to explain that, and did you notice on Saturday, he kind of made a shot at it, yeah. and it was like... No one was like, what? Um, uh, no, and he's like, fine. I'm just moving on. Paul, Paul was like, oh, never mind. I'm just moving it's on. It's fine. We're okay. It's uh, it historically, great. anyway, it's fine. It's just one of those things that I, I think it just kind of feels weird to us. Um, but that is a like, you know, one of the things that I um, was thinking about for Monday, Thursday, and I may have said it, but I don't remember, is that like every every day, we should be like Christians should be celebrating the resurrection right every, every day we are, you know, it's the same thing with, uh, when we celebrate Christmas every day, we should be looking forward to his coming 
Right, of course. Um, right. Every day we should be uh, celebrating that he is coming. Um, and, you know, Easter, even more so, it feels like, for both right. of those things. And so it's no different. Um, what I was thinking for Monday, Thursday, is it's it's no different even on a day where we're not going to sing about the resurrection. Right. Um, and for Saturday, it's like it's no different on a day that we don't normally sing about the resurrection. <laughs> Well, and I mean, the next time we gather together anyway, we're going to be talking about the birth of Jesus, right? Right. Yeah, no, that's the only thing that we talk about is his <laughs> resurrection and his birth. I hope that doesn't come across as I, ornery when I make that joke. You know what? I'm okay with it coming across <laughs> as a little ornery. Like, get your rear end to church. Oh. We'll talk about something else. And you know what? It's not even going to be money. I stole <laughs> It might be. <laughs> I stole that from an old Christian cartoon. Yeah. And... That that made me crack up the first time I saw it, which was a, a a guy leaving the church doing the traditional the pat the pastors by the back door, mm-hmm. and the guy's going, "Pastor, you're stuck in a rut. Every time I come, you're either teaching on the resurrection or <laughs> you know that has happened. You know that exact. Oh, that's yeah. like not even funny. It has totally happened. Yeah, no, <laughs> anyway. I I believe it. There you go, man. Okay, so today. Uh, or this week we're going to be looking at Second Peter one twelve, and uh, I'm bummed Paul isn't here because um, he might could have helped confirm some of this stuff. But it looks like looking ahead, um, it's still my computer will not open Excel. There we go. Um, it's like you already have it closed. Why would I want to open it? Um, you just gonna make me open it, close it. You're always doing point. that exactly. <laughs> Um, just leave it open if you want to use it so much. Um, okay. So this will be 12 through 15, which I read this week. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. I just really like your computer's voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that sounds a little whiny, doesn't it? Yeah, it's good. Um, and then, uh, uh that is certainly the voice I put on it. <laughs> if I, I don't use Siri, but if I did, that's the voice I would need for Siri. What? What? Asking me for you this. again? Uh, okay, sorry, you were reading. <laughs> sorry, I wanted to go into Tashi Station about some power converters. Thank you, thank you. He very was welcome. really whiny. It, it, that's it. Hey, he was supposed to be. That was the whole. He's anyway, a, that was his shtick. Whiny kid. Yep. Um. All right. Google so power converter. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> he doesn't have that. That, that movie reference missed him too. I'm gonna guess it. Okay, go for it. Back to the future. Uh, oh you'd be my wrong. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's that's a new hope. That's, Star Wars Episode you're Four. Oh, oh, oh. Bone up on your Star Wars. Um, okay, not to uh, not to advertise for anybody else, but yes. there the have y'all seen the YouTube video of uh, where they remastered Vader fighting Obi Wan Kenobi and they redid that? No. Okay, we'll watch it after. But um, <laughs> okay, we're gonna do really, that right after. But this. that same company is now putting out they're remaking trailers for old movies. Yeah, and. They just put out episode four, four, five, and six, and as if it was a modern day trailer. Yeah, dude, there's we watched. Yeah, yeah we it, watched two of them. They it makes me want to. So I'm like, I was like, where, where's I got to watch this movie now? <laughs> and I, I miss good movies. Away. It, they didn't tell the whole story. They didn't like. <laughs> you miss good. You you mean you don't want to watch the third iteration of Cheaper by the Dozen? <laughs> yes. No. Oh, okay. Is there a yeah? There there's, is. there's a movie reference I wouldn't get. There you go. I stay away from those. <laughs> All right, so back to the Bible. Um, 2 Peter 1.12. Um, 
do you want to be our official Bible reader again, Colson? I would love to. Good. I like it when Colson reads the Bible. It's yeah. We well, this is how we get him to do it. <laughs> I'm not objecting. <laughs> Ouch. Yes. Uh, well, anytime I, now. Well, Second sorry. Peter, it's near the back. Yes. Oh I'm wow. I'm using my just teasing. That was ESV. It's a lot of scrolling. Second Peter, yeah, I started in Genesis. Second <laughs> Peter one twelve. Therefore, I intend always to remind you of these qualities, though you know them and are established. Or excuse me, th- yeah. Therefore, I intend always to remind you of these qualities, though you know them and are established in the truth that you have. So we're going back again. Well, we read these right, but we didn't unpack them at all. Right. Um, but yes, this is so. Just so you will know, now yes. that I'm looking for this, Second Peter does this. For the entire book. Mm. So it's like, and here we go again. It is 12, therefore, 14, since, 16, for we did not, 17, for when he. Like it's breaking. I learned this last night. Uh, I was trying to break down into just trying to guess at approximately how far we get Sunday by Sunday. And every, there is no pause in the progression of thought. It in is the entire book? At, at, not until the very, very end. It is everything is built on the phrase before. Like every every verse leads to the next verse. And so where you cut off, you have to go back and do the previous. So I have a whole lot of, for example, um, 2 Peter 3, 5 through 9. Mm-hmm. The next week is 2 Peter 3, 9 through 12. Because you have to do 9 on both ends of the sermon. Yeah. Because it, uh, 10, 11, and 12 don't make sense without 9, but 5, 6, 7, 8, and don't make sense without nine. And this is all through this book. There are very few places where there's a, a pause in progressive thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is so cool. It feels like it makes you feel like Mark wrote it immediately. Immediately. Right? Like it's, and immediately. It's just, and immediately. It's, it is wild how, how the progression of this letter is. It is that hammering this home. Be interesting. I don't, I don't think so. Um, given the complexity of how this is written, um, but that that would be funny if Mark wrote it. It's it, it's certainly not impossible. I mean, yeah, I'm sure someone has impossible. done a relative comparison of Mark and Second Peter to see if the language is similar. You would think so, you know, over these two thousand years. But um, well, someone's written a doctoral thesis on it. I am sure. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be um, nothing. If new. they haven't, John, you could write your. No, nope, not going to do it. Not it. doing it. Not yeah, going back right. to school. Never say never. Thanks for asking. <laughs> you know, Goodness. you know the evangelical attitude about that. Like, yes, don't I ever do. say don't. you're not going to do something because exactly. then God's going to make you do it. I said that in the staff meeting last week <laughs> about something. I can't remember what it was, and we were all like, "Oh!" And everybody kept saying that never or this or that, or I was like, "Don't." Yeah. By the way, I don't buy that. I know theology <laughs> is bad. God's right. not looking around. He's he's willing to. Hey, he just doesn't. He's not concerned where the other with your opinion. I have no baseball talent at all, but I feel like I'm a baseball player at heart. And there is just some like, what do you call that? Uh, Gas. No. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Delusion. Oh, sorry, we're recording. <laughs> oh, no, it's golly. What's that feeling um, that I no, feel in my superstition. stomach? Superstition. Uh, I'm going to insert the word that I was going to say because y'all are terrible at guessing. Sandwiches. <laughs> sandwiches. Give us no, the first letter. I, I have. I just have. I'm. I'm naturally bent towards some superstition. I think, and mm. that's exactly what that is. Yeah. The like, 
don't don't tell God you won't because then He'll make you. Yeah, that's superstition. Yeah. That's yeah, what that is. That's, you're exactly right. Yeah, and I like in the you're, where's the office? I, I'm not. God. I'm not superstitious. I'm a little I'm just, stitious. I'm just a little stitious. a little stitious. <laughs> I'm not superstitious. Yeah. Exactly. I was waiting to see who would get to it first. That was a good line. I like it. Um, but yeah, it, and didn't didn't you say the same thing of like, why don't we pray for when people say, oh, don't pray for patience. Oh yes, that's even uh, worse. It's like what? Because he'll he'll put you Maybe in a situation. He's gonna, and, yeah, he's gonna it's like, make your life well, why, a living why nightmare. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you ask for that? Right. Yeah. Okay. Even yeah. if that's what it takes to learn patience, that's something. Yeah. We, but yeah, that's that. That's I heard. I think it Adrian Rogers years ago say we 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 present God as though he's a kid pulling the wings off of flies. Mm-hmm. Like oh. don't uh, whatever you do. And and he said, if God wants you to go to Africa. He can give you twelve jealous brothers to sell you into slavery. I mean, it's no, nothing is going to keep him from accomplishing what he wants if he's willing to accomplish it, including your desire or non-desire. That's right. Yeah. It's not like that's the big relevant issue for him. Um, he certainly what he calls us to do things that are great for us and that we love doing, and sometimes he calls us to do things that we hate doing, and yeah, that's his prerogative. Anyway, yeah. So as we look through this this section, I intend to remind you of these qualities. So again. He's summarizing. It's interesting that he, he flashes through this first chapter mm-hmm. so far. He gets this, and he says, by the way, I, and I think part of what he's saying is, I know you're sick of hearing about this stuff from me, mm-hmm. and I intend to keep reminding you of it. Yeah. So we're not we're not done with this yet. In fact, we're going to talk about it again. And he, <laughs> he continues to even in this letter. And then he's saying, in fact, eventually it'll be the last time I tell you this stuff. That will mean I'm dead. I'm dead. If you don't hear this message from me again, it means I'm dead because I'll be coming back. And by the way, I think that's pretty soon. Yeah. Um, so just to even, um, <clears throat> I loved, I wrote myself a note on sabbatical going through these verses. And, um, okay, so where is it? I don't know. Uh, I think <laughs> it is right as long as I am in this body to stir you up by way of reminder. So verse 13 is Peter's job description. Um, it is the right thing for me to do. This is my job, is to stir you up by way of reminder. And I thought, that needs to be the top of my job description. Stir like you lead up. pastor, main job is to stir up the congregation by way of reminder. Mm-hmm. And it would be fun. I even thought, like, what a fun exercise to go back to my job description and, and make everything a verse. Yeah. yeah, Every single line, a verse from the Bible, yeah. would be a fun exercise yeah. Now, it'd be, because it's already written, it might be a little, a little bit of eisegesis at yeah, this point. Right. It's a little proof texting. <laughs> uh, uh, well, but well, what I meant was, well, it would be a good thing to evaluate your job description by, right. for sure. Like, if there are things that don't line up with either equipping or stirring people up for, by reminder, or, you know, things like that. Like, if, right. It would, if you couldn't find a verse telling you to do it, that would be a problem. Be like, yeah. Well, maybe, 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 maybe we need to well, rethink like, that. I really hate doing this. How, where's a verse? Where's a verse? <laughs> Here's what I'd really like to do. I wonder if I can find a verse that backs that. See, that, that's exactly, where you're in Exactly. That's, exactly. that's, that's where you get exactly. That's there, true eisegesis. Um, eisegesis being, although most of our crowd may know this, but eisegesis being when you take a preconceived concept and then you look for its backing in Scripture. Exegesis is when you go to the Bible to describe the concept. The Bible is what starts the concept. So, yeah. so is eisegesis and proof texting? Is that the same? Yes. thing? essentially the same yeah. thing. Okay. So, exegesis comes from the like pulling out right of yes. the text, and eisegesis means to put into. into yeah. Oh, okay. And, and okay. so, like if you're if you're reading things into the text based on your preconceived ideas, 
You know, it's a lot of what science does now. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole lot of that going on, and it hap- it does happen in the church. It does happen. Oh in yeah, all, all types the time. Of- it has for for right. a long, long time. And, I mean, and part of what's hard about it is centuries. we're educating children well, which is good. Yeah. yeah, but that means when they, as middle schoolers or high schoolers or adults, start looking to scripture for themselves, it's not like they're blank slates. I mean, they're going into it as we all do with preconceived notions. The yeah. question is. Am I willing to sacrifice those preconceived notions? And that requires some discipline. Yeah. Um, and some uh, uh, resiliency. Like, I feel like for a long time there, um, it it seems like uh, there have been times in the past where the Christian faith has been really frail. Yeah. Um, and in terms of, like, they, if, if you put God in too much of a box or if you put God in too much of a... Like this, my understanding of him is the box that I'm putting him in. Right. Mm-hmm. Then like you, if something is challenged, then you really are in a scary place. Um, And, and that like your, your Christianity can't survive that. Christianity is not frail. Right. Absolutely. But our understanding of Christianity sometimes in the past has been really frail. Mm. And, and that's. That's a that's a difficult place to be. We need to we need to make sure that we're not there. Mm. That's when we get real reactive as Christians and like Oh my gosh, yeah. No, I have to I have to make sure that this doesn't happen or I have to make sure that you know, we cuz it it depends on me and it's like no, it never has. Like Right. That's the Don't yeah. do that. Are we challenging when when we bring something up, are we challenging scripture or are you just challenging me? Mm. And if you're challenging me, Good. That, that needs yes, to happen. Absolutely. I need to be challenged. If you're challenging scripture, let's be careful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but so often because I have an interpretation of scripture, when you're challenging me, I may go like, no, you're challenging scripture. But like, eh, really no, though? It's no, real. I, I think, think it's you. It's, I, think I think it's, it's just you your understanding of what I'm right. What's being said. And that's like, that's a, I, I, we just need to be less afraid of arguments. We need to be less afraid of, uh, and by arguments, I mean, like healthy conversations, healthy conversations about, the, yeah. about things. Yeah. We need to be less afraid of, of, uh, of that, like, I guess, uncertainty and, right. and knowing that we could be wrong about some things <laughs> like. Yeah. There's a Bible word called humble, humble. Yeah. That's what we need is more, more of the humble, more, more of the humble, please. That that's don't that's pray a, for that though. Cause man, oh, can you man. imagine if patience is hard, hum, humble, imagine praying for what God's going to bring into your life. If you pray for humility. Yeah, no, it's going to... Can't trust him with that. Sorry, that was sarcastic. That was super sarcastic. Please, please trust. We all need to be trusting God with our character more than we trust ourselves with our character. Yes. Yeah, don't... I'm actually wearing my shirt. (laughs) Have you met you? Have you met you? C-Leg. C-Leg. I don't don't know who this Caleb Leg is, but he's pretty smart. And good looking. I can tell from the quote. I'm sure Caleb Leg is. (laughs) 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 I'm going to be Googling. Um... Uh, yeah, so as we dive into this one, these three verses, and because it's key understanding this is what Peter sees his job being. And he actually, I love that Peter says in 15, the, so you know how we talk about how um, the Bible is written for us, but not necessarily to us. Mm-hmm. And that's yes. an important understanding. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think, I mean, I understand obviously the language and how you could kind of poetically say it is, it is to us, but, but the original author wasn't with a few exceptions, probably wasn't thinking about 
us in America. Now yeah. the Holy Spirit was inspiring it in such a way that it yeah. would be for us. Yes. Um, I heard somebody actually reference First Peter with that the other day. Like it, it specifically says Pontius, Galatia, Cappadocia, and Bithynia. We're not. we're not there, so it wasn't written to us. But it certainly is written for us. It's yeah. the application is there for us, and the understanding is there. I think verse fifteen may be one of the few places where it's like, no, nah, that may be actually to us. Like when Peter, I mean, when Jesus prays, yes. and not just for them, but for all the people who oh, will hear yeah. what they say. And no, like, man, oh, that is like that that verse that like that part of his and number one because it's coming out of Jesus's mouth. I knew it. Yeah, like that that has brought me so much peace. Yep. Um, in my walk is, is just that, because I do like, I was challenged in, in college, um, with the, with the idea that, Hey, scripture wasn't written to you. Um, and, and I took that as you would as a mm, 20 year old, 21 year old in a very literal, very like, Oh gosh, like it 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 made me reevaluate what i believed mm. in a in a in a strong way and so um there's there's an element of like don't don't let that destroy your your faith when somebody Absolutely. says that to you like you they're not meaning that you like you have no part of scripture right it's yeah it's for, it is for you that absolutely is, that is that's my tendency yeah. is to then be like well then i don't like I don't have anything to do with this. Right. I'm, I'm reading it from a very academic standpoint, and that's not good. That's the distinction between Peter probably wasn't thinking of us. Yeah. The Holy Spirit was thinking of yes, us. Yes, absolutely. But when Jesus says, like, not only, I'm, I'm praying not only for these, but for those who will believe because yep. of their witness, I was like, that's me. That is directly. <laughs> yeah. that That is me. Yep. I believe because of what these men have written down about who Jesus is and what he said. Yep. And I'm like, man, that's so good. Well, when you look at verse 15. I'm so grateful for it. I'm, I mean, I will kiss his feet for that. <laughs> yes. Um, absolutely. I mean, for that and so many other reasons. But of course. Anyway. So you said look at verse 15. Yeah. Look at verse 15. Go ahead. You got it? Yeah, and I will make every effort so that after my departure, you may be able at any time to recall these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. So I think that is for all the believers after Peter's departure. And that is obviously, that includes us. Mm-hmm. So here you have Peter saying, uh, I am I am writing these things down so that all the believers after me can recall these things. Well, what things? Everything up till now. Everything that's been talked about up till now in this, in this book or in this letter that that this is this is the way this is the path this is the um what the christian life looks like living it out and so anyway it's very it's a it's a really cool little verse and, and that i think fits in so well with the reminder that this is this is something we're supposed to be that we have the opportunity to apply even even if peter could not have in his imagination imagined 2000 years later. Mm-hmm. I and mean, maybe he could. I don't I don't mean to say that. No. Like, uh but we, we don't know. We don't know. But but clearly these things are still meant to stir us up. They're yeah. still meant to remind us of what's most important. Um and so anyway, yeah, spending some time on on remembering and the value of that, mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. which we'll spend some time on that Sunday on um talking about what is our 
kind of what is our ministry job description? Yeah. And do you have that mindset of, okay, what has God called me to do? What has he gifted me to do? What has mm-hmm. he assigned me to do? Whatever. And those are going to be some of the things that certainly come up this Sunday. Because you um, got 28 minutes. That's right. Because we have a special guest. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Kiwi. Kiwi is going to be here with Compassion International. Oh, yay. It's going to be so good. Okay. We Chris and I have already met Kiwi, well, at least online. I've yeah. seen her face and talked to her, and she's... Uh, kind of precious, huh? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it's going to be fantastic. I'm, I'm very excited to hear from them and to be encouraged um, on a particular way to live out our faith and to... Uh, give as we have been given. And we'll have an opportunity to do that on Sunday. Not yes. just hearing from them, but to take part in that. Yes. yes. That's exactly right. It's Very exciting. Very good. I need to figure out, I need to remember that, that I've got to rather work that in right in the middle somewhere or something. We can figure that out. Yeah. It's very cool. Good. Be encouraged. Yay.